Uh, and then you did game exhibits with Carn Carnegie Mellon's Entertainment and Tech Center. Um, you're a philanthropist. Let's see. <laughs> console industry. Okay, yeah. And you're doing good, a lot good of really job cool making her I hope we're recording this. <laughs> good job making her comfortable just reading her accolades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and everyone should know why she's the Voted best. Voted most user. likely to succeed. Wears <laughs> <laughs> really cute outfits to work and draws us really awesome pictures when we ask her to. <laughs> Everybody. Welcome to the Harmonics Podcast. We're back and better than ever. And we're in an echoey room. I can hear my voice echoing on the walls. That's fine. We're in the, the famed star chamber of Harmonics Central HQ in Central Square, Massachusetts. <laughs> Coming live and direct. Better than ever. Better and better than ever. I can't wait until you leave. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I am very busy, and I unfortunately have to leave after this Why intro. Are you so busy? The only only one that's got work to I do. I am the only Why one on the team so that has busy? work to do. Must be pretty what, rough. What are you doing? Like, it's true. I did not plan my schedule well, and I didn't realize your podcast was going to be today. Huh? Way to go! Uh, but it's happening. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm working on a project that I can't talk about yet. When can you talk about it? Very, 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 very Next soon. podcast? Yes. Okay. Whoa! By the time you hear our next podcast, you will know what that project is. Great. Yeah. Get out. Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Today on the show, we have a special guest, um, uh, name by which is... <laughs> Don Jeez. Rivers. Bring in the Don Rivers is with us. D-A-W-N, not D-O-N. Don. Not like... Not like Don, Don, Don Rickles like playing Don it. Dawn. Dawn. Dawn Rivers. He's here. No relation to Joan. Uh, we uh, sometimes take for granted how many cool people work at Harmonics, uh, except for Joe. We always know that Joe is great. He works with us. Joe. Uh, and we used to have guests on a lot, and then we stopped because we just don't like planning things. But we got a guest today, and it's great, and Don's going to tell us all sorts of fun Interesting things. No pressure. I'm really glad I'm sticking around for it. Yeah, great. I'm looking forward to listening to this when it's done. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Punk. I'm so glad that most of us will be here for this wonderful podcast. Yeah, most of us. John's not here. Nick's not here. No, where are they? She said most. Most. You're missing out. They are working on the same secret thing I'm working on. Oh. Yeah, the fruits of their labors you'll know... Soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I'm i going to go now. I'm going to hand it over to who's taking lead. Who am I, to oh, Annette. Annette is driving. I'm handing am it over I it? I guess to Annette driving. Gonzalez. All right. Bear is driving. The bear. The bear. <laughs> is, that a is that a nickname I just earned Annette somehow? the bear Gonzalez. <laughs> the bear. That's a new one. <laughs> Gonzalez and the bear. <laughs> 88.5. All right, I'm going to go now. Hi, Don. Welcome to the show. Uh, Hi. See, she's, she's, she's actually here. here. We're she not exists. making it up. 
All right, bye. Have fun. Yay! <laughs> now we can't oh. really get to the good stuff until Pulp completely yeah, right. leaves the room. Gotta make sure. Gotta make sure he is. Can out you pull of the blind shot. down before yeah, you leave too? Yeah, we absolutely cannot. I don't even want to <laughs> take part. In I don't this even want to look at you. We don't even want to see you. He's having the worst struggling with the blind. There it is. Good job. Nailed it. Have fun. Have a good day. Bye. All right, so oh, we're going to talk about so much awesome stuff. Dear Lord. It's going to be good after that train wreck of an intro. We are going to talk about awesome things. Um, so Dawn's here. She's great. Um, one of the things that actually that Pope wanted us to talk about, and don't, he's gone now. Don't let him drive the <laughs> No, the show. but it's, it's a good one. It's Live a good your own story. Life. It is a good story. Live your own uh, life. Is how you met your boyfriend. Yep. Which um, it has to do with some harmonic stuff. It absolutely does. Um, so when I was a freshman at Ringling College of Art and Design, um, they had this really awesome gaming club, and that was like the club to be in. It was, I think, a fifth of the student body. We had have, have about a school of, say, maybe eleven to 1,500 students. Oh, wow. And that was like Friday and Saturday night. You got to rent out like various classrooms and set up shop. And they had different rooms for different types of gaming, like... Um, like fighting games and like oh, an entire room devoted to Dance Dance Revolution and like all sorts of crazy stuff. And then there was this um, new cool thing because the president of the gaming club uh, at the time, Benjamin Taylor, who's now my fiance, he um, used to work for Red Octane. So he would get a lot of like early access stuff. Like, not, like, early, but, like, he would be, like, the first, probably, of all of our friends to Sneaking get, like... prototypes out of the office. <laughs> yeah. Guitar I hero. It. I can read between the lines. turn. You know, like, Rock Band, the second it came out, like, we had it at the gaming club. Um, we had Frequency, Amplitude. We had all the karaoke revolutions. All of them. Um, so he had all these games. He wanted to make this new room, and he was going to call it the Simulation Gaming Room. And the way that it was set up is that, like, a different student would manage the room. And, um... I started coming to the gaming club because I love video games and it was college and I wanted to make friends and like met this like really cool super cute guy who like ran the whole thing and I don't know we hit it off really well and um, finally he was like hey why don't you run the simulation room because like it seems like you could do that and this is a lot of the sort of stuff that you like and I told him that I like karaoke and all those so I thought like yeah this would be awesome and um I started running it. He'd end up spending, like, almost all of his time in that room, and we would play Guitar Hero and Rock Band and all the karaoke games. And when Karaoke Revolution 2 came out, we would, like, duet together, and my little geeky heart was like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> like, I'm just crushing on this guy so bad, and we just love everything. And later that spring, we ended up going out, and we've been together for about eight years um we've been playing rock band together and doing karaoke together like it's nobody's business like ever since then i mean harmonics gave us this opportunity to come together and spend a hell of a lot of time together and work together and make really goofy band names together and it was just you know love of my life Gonna gonna give you guys a lot of the credit for uh, <laughs> us specifically. Us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much us. You know, yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure at our wedding we're gonna have some form of rock band. <laughs> Yay! Karaoke revolution, if not both. 
Now is that the story that you told uh, in your interview, and uh, and they were just like, "You are hired. Like, no. we can't not hire you." Oh after my that. gosh, I don't think I told anybody the story until, jeez, Louise, I'd say like the last holiday party, and really? like Pope is there, and we're like talking about it, and I had a couple drinks, and I'm just like gushing to it. I think it was Pope and Iran about how much I love harmonics i'm just like i love this place it's the best place ever if it wasn't for you guys i wouldn't have met my fiance and we would have spent <laughs> time together and it was just like they were just letting me just geek out just like it's it nobody's business <laughs> that's so cute yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm a big I'm a big harmonics geek. The whole thing. Like, it's so weird because a lot of places are like, you shouldn't be a fan of the place that you work at because companies will be like, oh, that's weird. We don't want, like, a super crazy fan. Like, Pixar is, like, very, like, you know, we want people who love animation, but we're not necessarily excited by super huge Pixar fanatics. See, that was like a super smooth, humble brand. You just kind of like <laughs> dropped in name there, drop. like, oh, whatever to Pixar, you know. Uh, she's had a really, really incredible <laughs> diverse <laughs> work history. Uh, you worked in all kinds of places, including Pixar. Yes, you yes. want to talk about any of that? Absolutely. Um, man, like, Pixar was super cool. And it's so funny because there's this thing out in the world called like imposter syndrome which a lot of like game blogs talk about mm-hmm. and it's like you know is this really an industry that I should be in do I care about these enough do I play enough games do I do all People that sort of stuff find me out yeah like that, that sort of thing here. I'm just faking it so I have always 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 loved games I've been playing games since like I could pick up a controller at like maybe age two three like my dad was just very big advocate of like here's the NES and we're gonna teach you guys how to play this and like all throughout my life like I've been able to find games that have like had huge importance in like getting me through really tough situations or like really happy times like for every stage of my life I have a memory of a game that just like suits that moment perfectly it's just something I'm very passionate about and um I always wanted to work in the game industry, and for the specialty that I do, which is lighting, which is like stage lighting, but in 3D, and it's really fun, and there's like a whole story behind why that even happened too, but um, yeah, as a lighting artist, about 2009 when I graduated, games weren't really doing lighting, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, it was still something I was very passionate about, and I interviewed with Harmonix actually when I was a senior in, um, in college, which was awesome. Uh, but uh, Jason Arnone was like, we don't really, you know, lighting artists isn't a thing, but, like, we love your attitude, and, like, if ever the time, everything syncs up perfectly, like, you would be a fit for this company. Um, who did need lots of lighting artists was Pixar. And it's so funny, because I would have never imagined in my wildest dreams that, like, Pixar could have been a thing, because, like, I was all about games. I'm like, I'm going to work at a game company. I'm going to make a way to make that happen, and, like... I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just like, well, I'm going to apply to them because it's Pixar and I'm going to do my best and hope that they like my work. And it turns out of all the companies that I applied to, they were the ones that offered me uh, the internship. Well, I worked out pretty well. As a lighting well. artist, yeah. Right? Good accident. Yeah, it, it was just, I mean, it was like everything syncing up at the right time and it was it was really wonderful. And Pixar is an incredible place to work at because, you know, as a lighter, I could grow with the best and like learn everything some of some of the most amazing like directors of photography you could ever imagine working with and learning from and um but you know as the years progressed it kind of felt that little like 
hang in my heart that was like, Dawn, you know what you really want to be doing. <laughs> you know, you know what, you know how you, how you want to spend the next like five years is finding a way to get back into games. So um, while I was at Pixar on the side, my fiance and I started this indie game company called Mechanigismo. Um, and it was great so we could find a way to stay relevant in games. Well, he was always working in games. He worked for, like, Will Wright and did all sorts of, like, crazy cool stuff. Um, but I was still trying to find a way to, like, break into that industry. And it was really hard. A lot of companies aren't very responsive to you wanting to, like, jump from film to games because they think you're going to ask for a crazy high salary or you're not going to understand game engines. Especially coming and, from Pixar, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah lots of, lots of, lots of, I received lots of re- interesting rejection letters <laughs> from... <laughs> from companies um so yeah i was determined i was determined to show that i could make games so i learned um unity we did like the global game jam together every year since 2010 trying to build up my game portfolio and then finally gdc 2012 i want to say just before um jason arnone sure enough connects with me on linkedin and says uh (laughs) says um Hey, like, in so many words, remember that time when I said if we had the job and the opportunity that met your skill sets, like, we could possibly make something happen? Um, now is the time. Now yep. is the time. So we met up at GDC, and he showed me, like, early stuff for Fantasia, and I was like, this is it. This is what I need to do. This is, that's that, like, light bulb moment of you need to stop whatever you're doing and pursue this because you're going to regret every second of your life if you don't. And that's a pretty perfect, (laughs) like, that game more than, maybe than any other game that we've made is that perfect cross-section of the kind of, like, the animation skill set and the the gaming skill set. Oh, yeah, it was just, like, I couldn't have dreamed up a better game to work on. It was such a joy working on Fantasia. Even, Even with, like all the crazy stuff and, like, big changes that happened throughout. I mean, people saw the PAX talk and saw all the different iterations Mm -hmm. that it had gone through. Um, Just every day was, like, I want to wake up and I want to go to work and I want to make these worlds as beautiful as I possibly can because, like, you... It's like everything came together for you to work on a game like this. That's (laughs) so cool. What's your favorite thing in Fantasia that you've worked on that we've shown off so far? Oh, probably the crazy, um, the Haven with the Yeti, like Mm -hmm. that snowy level. Just, we decided to do some like really crazy, really ballsy things with like post-proc filters, like post-production filters and like after like stuff that you're supposed to use to just kind of like finely tune an image afterwards to make sure that all the levels look correct. We're just like hey, let's use this to make the entire final transformation completely black and white and only leave little spots of color out and nobody's going to approve this, but we did it. (laughs) (laughs) Did a bunch of iterations, showed it could be a cool thing, and, like, a lot of people got behind it. The designers were excited. Um, Dare and Sasso, like, were, like, super-duper psyched about it. Um, It just ended up evolving into this like super crazy level that pretty much had the freedom to just run with it lighting wise and like make it as crazy and over the top yeah it definitely does have the most pronounced lighting changes out of a lot of the different realms too and it was super well received when we showed people like the press and stuff um like just like the dramatic changes over time were just beautiful so you crushed it It was all you (laughs) just whole thing soup to nuts whole thing okay i'm curious 
I don't, I mean, I at least had never really been aware of lighting as a specific focus. How did that end up getting to be your area of expertise? Um, yes, definitely. Definitely have a story behind that. That also starts, like, with me being a little kid totally obsessed with weather. Like, that's my, <laughs> that's my super geeky hobby. I'm, like, I'm an amateur meteorologist. I, like, follow the National Weather Service, like at the top of all, like, the important game companies that I love, like, it's just, (laughs) it's like, it's like, you know, game companies, weather, and that's, that's it. Those are my interests in life, you know. Games and weather. Yeah, and the really fun thing is that lighting is, like, one of the applications, like, 3D applications of, like, all of my combined knowledge of, like, weather and art and atmospheric stuff that you could actually use in games um you know lighting encompasses not just um not just like setting the stage lights in a way where you're like highlighting the characters and like doing cool stuff with the backgrounds but um i deal a lot with the atmospherics as well like uh the fog um the depth of field type of stuff things that like enhance the depth of field um you know breaking up at the scene into foreground middle ground background you know if there's weather effects like I'm usually a part of those conversations and figuring out like where to place everything and um it's kind of like I get to control the weather and yeah, the atmosphere and these tiny little <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. everyone's dream <laughs> and it and 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 that's like it was it was right too because about the time I was graduating college like lighting was really just becoming a thing that like everybody was like well at least Film companies at first were like, you know, this is something we need to really invest uh, a lot of effort in recruiting people that could be a part of this. And, um, you know, games kind of followed suit, like, over the last couple of years. It's like you'll notice now that um, game companies are getting, like, much larger lighting teams. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of how that all came together. (laughs) The weather connection is great. (laughs) (laughs) That was not what so, I could anticipate. So many embarrassing. Like, well, everybody signed up for the other classes, and this one had space. <laughs> nope. No, and that's the thing at Ringling, too. Like, you didn't choose a concentration, because, like, when you're in the computer animation class, you had to do, like, a two-minute short, and, like, everybody wanted to be animators. Like, everybody wanted to be, like, you know, I want to be the next Disney or Pixar animator, and I'm going to do everything to be an animator. And I was like, I don't really like animation that much, but I like environments a whole lot, and this (laughs) feels right, and this is the thing that, um, you know, we all had to do these little thesis shorts, and mine is this, like, super cheesy one called, like, Snow Showers and Moonlit Flowers. You can look up on YouTube, but it's got, like, snow, and it's got, like, time of day changes, and it's got, like, sparkly butterflies, and it's, like, it's it's got all the things that, like, if you wanted to showcase lighting, like, that is what you would, that that's the kind of, like, 3D project that you would make. It's really cool. I think once video games started introducing, like, changes in real time so if it's like if it's day it's day if it's night it's night like an animal crossing and stuff like that it was like it blew my mind it's just like the craziest thing to see like how shadows affect how everything looks and just a different atmosphere and feel and and everything like that's hard to do like that's a hard thing to communicate and and it's like really cool that you're you're doing that and it's even harder to do in video games because everything's everything's dynamic everything's happening in real time Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Oh, no, we're we're in a meeting here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's it's okay. Just give us a shout out. All right, th- thanks, Amy. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> just random yeah, shout just, out. Oh, just you know, you know, just checking in. In a new meeting room. Just yeah. uh, still working. Out adjusting the new to the space. new space. It's we okay, can just do though. this in like the lunch area, and <laughs> yeah. people could just swing by. Just roll with the so punches. Just roll in and start talking about lighting okay, effects. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. No deal. Um, so yeah. So games. Mm-hmm. Been super into games for a long time. You were actually on. Yes, we're talking about it, a reality show on IGN. The next game boss. The next the game next boss. Game Not what? Ha- what? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Good question. You what? know, as we make Don Rivers confess all of the most embarrassing game-related things in her life, That's we might as well. <laughs> yeah, we might as well go with the next game boss. Oh my god, the next game boss. So IGN has this reality web series um, that they did a really. They had this pilot episode, and it didn't go over so well, and I think they like to pretend that it, like, didn't exist. And then, <laughs> you know, when we knew about that, and it was like, oh, okay, the next game, boss, like, this is pretty cool. Because what it is is it's, like, little mini game jams. It's like, you're going to, we're going to give you guys challenges, and you're going to have so much time to, like, implement these challenges into your game. And I thought it was a pretty cool idea. And, you know, it was a pilot episode. It was definitely trying something new. Um, a little while later, I got an email i don't know how they found our like little indie game company but um i had gotten an email from one of the uh like talent recruiters at ign and they were like we're gonna try to do next game boss again and we're gonna make it like the official first season and you know we we've seen your games and your website this is um from mechamagismo our little indie company that we put together and um yeah, they're like, we, we like what you do, and you guys seem really cool, and would you be interested? And you know Unity, supposedly, Uni- I mean, Unity is like the big thing, everybody uses it, and Unity was going to be a big sponsor for this. But yeah, they're like, do you want to be on the show? Do you want to be one of the competing teams? And I mean, we were like, hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, and, and we made this little pact, like, uh, Ben, myself, and our coder at the time, Ari, we made this little pact that... We were gonna like be as professional as possible, and like we're not gonna let them peer pressure into like fighting and stuff. Which I'm sure is the entire intent. Yeah. Of oh, I know, <laughs> I know. I don't think I don't think they liked us very much because right. we like held true to that. We're like, this is gonna be like this is gonna be a thing that we can show people, and we're gonna make a game out of this. And um, yeah, we did the show. We actually were the second runner up. We made it to the finale. We um, we made this. Little game. Our game was called Star Riser. Uh, collectively, between all the challenges and the finale, probably took us about like thirty six hours wow. in total to make it. We made, yeah, it was on um, it was on the App Store. Um, it's just like a little like continuous like platformer, like arcade juggler, where you're like a bunny piloting a carrot ship, and you have to like juggle <laughs> these little stars that split into two, and then you have to oh. manage as many as you can and get the highest People score. People can't see Christine's reaction, <laughs> but her face just lit up right? so hard when she said bunny and carrot ship. <laughs> yep, I play that. <laughs> I, will, yes. I will get you a copy of that game. Um, yeah, we no, we launched it. Um, we launched it on the app store shortly after the show. But yeah, we we made it on the show. It was like really crazy. We just like worked our hardest. We had a we had a playable prototype in the first hour of like this competition. Wow, and, That's insane. Yeah, and you can watch it all on. It's on. It's on their. Um, it's on their start YouTube channel. The whole first season. I mean, like we're in every episode because like 
it was it was cool. It was like a really awesome experience. And yeah, then we made this game like playable prototype first hour. We just like when the art round came, it was like, yeah, this is my jam. I'm going to art this game up like so hard. And then it was so <laughs> funny because we forgot that it was art and music in this challenge. So like our game looked gorgeous. And I think we had like 20 minutes of the challenge left. And then we were like, nobody made music. <laughs> but our coder, it turns out knew how to make music so Ooh. we got like this really catchy goofy little beat in there like super quick and it was like we could have so been eliminated <laughs> that, <round. laughs> that worked out well yeah and um it was yeah so and the final episode you know we we didn't win we came in second place I, I'd like to believe probably because we weren't that fun on TV because we're all like we're gonna be straight laced and we're gonna it's all political yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I, I mean, like, I don't know, I felt like both games were pretty on par with each other. Like, they both had a little sense of humor and charm. They both had simple mechanics that were executed well. Like, the other team that won was, like, totally awesome, so. Uh, but did they work at harmonics? They didn't work at oh, harmonics. don't work at harmonics. Oh, don't work oh, at so harmonics. So I guess you are the real winner here. <laughs> well, they've been, here's, the, here's the best part of this whole story that just is, like, way too embarrassing for me to be able to stand. Um... So next game boss ends, and a couple months later is my interview to come out to Boston to interview with Harmonix for this lighting artist position, and I'm like, oh shit, I need to show games that I've made because that was the big concern. That is the big concern with every studio I've interviewed with is like, what, what games have you made? What engines have you worked with? Because it's great that you got all this film experience. We gotta make sure you know how to make games and. Um, Ben was like, well, you got Star Riser. I mean, we just launched it on the App Store. We actually were doing pretty well. We had, I think, like 1,200 active users a week for a little free, like, you know, only marketing was, like, the bits of information that people were able to pull from the IGN yeah. show. I mean, it was, it, was, it was not bad, like, for our first big launched title. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll show that. I will show that. And um, I brought Star Riser to the interview and uh, let them demo it so they could see some of like the effects work that I did in there. And they were like, oh, yeah, so like, when did you make that? And I was like, on a reality show for IGN. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the big mistake because then I found out before I came on, actually, to start working at Harmonix um, after the interview that a lot of people at Harmonix actually watched it. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <Ooh. laughs> Watched it if you after. tell people there are videos of you on the internet doing <laughs> something you think is ridiculous, they oh, will yeah. find them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what the internet's there for. Yeah. Yep. People will find them. Um, so, yeah, you know, the whole, my life is a series of chain reactions that all come together and end up working out in the end, and I'd like to believe. As long as it's working out. Yeah. That's the most important part. <laughs> yep. And now you're here, and you're doing awesome stuff. Um, one of the awesome things being a member of the board of the IGDA Boston chapter, yeah? Is that yeah. Accurate? That Woo! is that is spot on. Right. Um, yeah, if you listeners are from are in like the Boston, New England area, you should all come out and look up the Boston postmortem. Um it was uh, IGDA is something that I've been following since I wanted to get into the game industry. The International Game Developers Association is an awesome organization and they really like help connect a lot of like uh, future developers with companies and then like state by state and city by city they have the they have um, the International Game Developer Association meetings once a month that 
um, usually have incredible speakers and they have just like a wide variety of audience of professional developers and students. And it's this great opportunity for people to kind of like mix and mingle and get together. And, um, yeah, the, the Boston chapter is called the Boston Postmortem. Um, I heard someone say, I think it was one of the oldest IGDA chapters. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's got a pretty solid reputation and, um, we, one of the board members um, had moved away. Actually, um, Emily Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she used to be Harmonics alum. Yep, Harmonics alum. She was the she was on the board of directors. She was absolutely incredible. The way she just like rounded up people together and just like got everything together and just she she was such an advocate for the game community. And I felt like I really admired that. I felt like this is the next step. This is the thing that I got to do if I really want to find a way to like help my community and become a part of Boston and just kind of like mesh in with everything. Like, um, you know, when Emily stepped, when Emily left, her position was open and decided to go for it. And, you know, I hope I'm doing it justice. She left some really big shoes to fill because <laughs> she was really, really, really incredible. And, um, learning so much from the rest of the board of directors and, you know, uh, we've started having some of the meetups in Cambridge now, which is really cool. Um, so most of the meetings are in another town that's a little bit further out, and um, we're kind of experimenting with making something that's a little bit closer to a lot of the game hubs in the Boston area, and it seems like it's working out really well. So yeah, if anyone's uh, anyone's free on February 11th and can make their way out to Waltham, um, the next meeting, the next meetup is on February 11th. It's going to be. Um, a user experience talk and like tech art talk, which sounds really cool. And, um, you know, lots of awesome folks go there. Lots of harmonics folks go there. Turbine, Irrational, everybody. Yeah, it's so. a super social environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gone out and I've done a few, a few panels with them before. And it is like just the, the number of people, like the number of people that I know either from PAX East or from PAX Prime or E3, like other developers and, um, and just people who are part of the gaming community, like seeing so many people turn out on such a regular basis and just like, hanging out and shooting the breeze is like really cool on like a social and professional level mm-hmm. yeah yeah you forget how much like how big the gaming community is here and it is definitely yeah. nice to see from like you know triple a down to like small indies just all hanging out and having beer and listening to really cool talks for a while it's like a really cool yeah. opportunity to meet other people and to network if you know which is obviously very very important is a thing you should all yeah. do if you're looking for any job ever, like, and it really mm-hmm. and it really does run the gamut. Like they um, they used to do, uh, I don't know if they still do it. The um, like the job announcements at the end, where it's like, yeah. oh, like Harmonix is hiring. Like we're looking for you know so and so at a senior level, and mm-hmm. like maybe that's not for you. Like uh, you know a senior position at a company of 150, 175 people, but then you've got like Alchemy Labs, who's like a team of eight people, and they're like, we need one coder, give us <laughs> one coder. And so you can like really find that you find that sweet spot where it's like big teams, small teams, all disciplines. Like it's mm-hmm. it's cool seeing seeing how how wide that that spans. It's so cool. It's so cool just to see like AAA and indie companies and students like just all collaborating together and like coming together for this event. And I mean, it's just like totally cooperative, totally awesome. The job announcements and general announcements are great. Um, 
I just love it. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite as cool as like the IGDA meetups. That's <laughs> yeah, super cool. Like last um, last month was the Global Game Jam talk, and it was like right before the jam too. So it's nice because you get a lot of really cool advice and tips, and mm-hmm. so a lot of good information comes out of those things, and then you just feel very inspired afterward. Mm-hmm. Then the speaker I think submitted that same talk to PAX East, that same panel. Oh, cool. So we'll see if that works. Because I mean, it seemed like a lot of the students. Um, like, responded to that talk really well. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> is Postmortem planning anything around PAX East? I don't know, actually. So, what, our next meetup is February 11th, and then... You've still got plenty of time. March, yeah, fingers crossed, is uh, <coughs> possibly going to be a harmonics talk. Yup, teasers. Maybe. We'll talk know. more about that soon. But yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed, a harmonics talk. Yeah. yeah. Knock on wood. Given everybody like stink eye, like <laughs> make this happen. Exciting, <laughs> are, exciting stuff coming. We are still pulling so many Paxis threads together. Like we are like awful about events. <laughs> Just coordinating like booth stuff and sweat. Like there's so much yeah. stuff that goes into events that like we will lose track of them. Like we actually had our um uh our guy Brad who helps us design and build our booths, he emailed us last week and he's like hey this is you know about the time you guys usually reach out to me or i reach out to you to remind you that pax east is a show uh don't forget it's coming up like the at the point where we should be contacting him and saying like here's what we want we know booth this size and here's our budget he's like what are you guys doing again what's up just tell me yeah i'm ready when did, ready you, uh, when did you submit our panel proposal uh well panels were due yesterday uh-huh. uh and i uh submitted panels yesterday awesome <laughs> yeah um and we're on top of it guys uh That's actually a good one though lucked lucked out uh Cahill, um didn't realize that it was super bowl sunday when he set the deadline mm-hmm. so he extended it i think to 5 p.m today Whoa. so you were early. early so i was a day but i have to go and make a bunch of edits don't worry <laughs> i'll be right after this actually going and changing <laughs> some participants on panels. Oh, I forgot to request certain times for them, too. Which is... I just realized I never emailed you back about our panel. Oh, yeah, me either. I, I, was, <laughs> I put everyone, and I assumed, like, worst-case scenario, we'll list everyone, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Uh, that's good. Good move. Yeah, yeah but it's going to be good. Yep. We'll figure it out. We always figure it yeah. out. We'll talk about more pack stuff in the coming weeks. Yep. Ish. We're going to be talking about What's a lot happen- of stuff. What, what day is it? I don't even We're gonna know. We're going to be talking yeah. about a lot of stuff in the next There's couple so of weeks. There's so much stuff happening. Like, even the next podcast is going to be nuts. It's full of new new stuff. All <laughs> the new stuff. All the new things all the time. Yeah. Newsletters, too. we got teams at events now. Yep. We'll have launch information soon. We're going to have more, so much more to talk about. Yeah. So much more than the nothing we've been talking about <laughs> for the last This is the months. most, like, content we've had <laughs> in a while so thank you Don for, for coming and, and chatting with us because we were just running out of things to say to each other and we were thinking this podcast was just going to be us staring at each other and maybe talking about our lunch break. Right? Oh, uh, who's cool? Yeah. Who do we know that's it's cool? Not uh, she's not kidding. Because, because the last time we definitely talked about hot dogs at some point. We mostly I don't just talked about food on this podcast. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have loved to have been a part of that one. I love food. Next it's time we do our podcast. favorite desserts podcast again since it's like a yearly <laughs> thing now we'll invite Don. Yeah. yeah. Actually so. this Drake won't ever listen to the podcast, and no. I can say this safely. Um, part of my plan um, for Christmas, and I know it's not anywhere near Christmas anymore, but I was going to order Portillo's for the team, uh, but none of us were all in the office together. Um, so as soon as uh, Drake and Nick get back from Dice, I should uh, I should be able to place an order 
in the near future. Like, maybe get them next week? Yeah. Maybe get Portillo's hot dogs and some shaved Italian beef next week? Yeah. Every, yeah, everyone should be around. We've got to dig the we'll hot diggity dogger out of storage. Oh. <laughs> Our hot dog griller. I was so excited. Right. I can see your mouth watering, Joe. <laughs> Don't so hide it. Right? The hot diggity dogger is not messing around. Shipping meat across the country. <laughs> oh, yeah. It comes Yum. like vacuum packed. It comes in like a little cooler. No, I know. It's amazing. Yeah. It happened like once, like a year and a half ago. Technology is a beautiful thing. It's amazing. And it tastes delicious. What a it's, time to be alive. <laughs> if they could somehow send their chocolate cake shake over here, oh, that would just oh, be... Give me one birthday They have those shake. at uh, that place. Oh, that's right. Burger Shack has those. Burger Shack? Burger, or Shake Shack? Burger Shack? No. Shake Shack? Burger Dive. Burger Dive. Burger Dive. I'm hungry. It's right near where you were this morning. <laughs> it's Assembly Assembly Square? Yeah. Assembly Row? They just shove the cake in it and blend it and then you oh, eat it. Yeah. Your mouth. yeah. I had one that, that was, it was an apple pie shake. Yep. I didn't know that. I had a, so I had a bite of it. It was Aww. good. Bite? Yeah. Bite of a shake? A, a, bite, of shake, a, yeah. a bite, bite of a shake? A bite of a shake? Yeah. That's, that's not a thing. Spoon. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if I actually Well, see, this is basically what happens. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> if you like, haven't listened to any of the podcasts for the last three months, this is what it's been about. <laughs> yeah, it's been about food. No, we had We talked about our favorite desserts around Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah, we, I think we split that into two shows where it was like... It was our favorite sides and then our favorite desserts. We're so good at you guys. We are going to announce or release like half a dozen games this year. Hooray! Like there's so much stuff happening. And we keep saying that and we're sorry, but we're serious and it's going to happen <laughs> real soon. It is. It's, it's going to be like the polar opposite of last year where yeah. we had no games in 2013 and we are going to be spoiled for games this year. It's too many. Mo games too many, So many games. Right? All like more games. than we're going to know what to do with. Seriously. And they're different games, too. They're, yep. New Some games. Unexpected new I, things. New IP. What? Right? All sorts of crazy new stuff going on. Yeah. So good stuff to come. If you guys will stick with us after this awesome podcast, it just happened with Dawn, who's awesome. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you so much. This is like geeky harmonics fan dream come true. Well, <laughs> any, anytime. Any, the door is open. Wander into any podcast anytime you want. Do some podcast bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should. (laughs) Or like a recording recording in session. I had a sign last time. I I forgot. People here can't read. They're not going to care about that. They're really not. You need to draw a picture. Okay. I I can't think of what a a recording picture would be of. A green tape recorder. No, a video cam recorder. It would be like Joe with the headphones on. <laughs> and he'd be like, like singing this. into a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. In his hands. Next time, we'll just, we'll raise the, we'll raise the shade and we'll put Joe in front of the door. Yeah. So we just see him looking. in the window and nobody comes in. Like, face out with his arms crossed looking real pissed. Right. Joe looks bummed. Here. They're probably doing <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Wow. All right. Any other news? Any sign-offs? We got anything Anything cooking? New website stuff? New website's up. We've got, you know, content coming out for it. It was yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> I know. 
website's still up. Yeah, Annette just posted. Uh, Annette posted a recap of uh, their visit to the Music Cares event at the Grammys. Oh, cool! Uh, so Go that's up. I will read that. Read that yeah. We haven't um, talked about that. And we will actually very soon have an article with Dawn. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, Ooh. you can read more about her. Yeah, she made a really special, super cool uh, Fantasia piece for <laughs> us, which is amazing. And you guys will get to see it really soon. So it's adorable. Stay tuned. It's adorable. Um, I need to kick off that interview uh, with Janet, our HR queen, uh-huh. um, and Ben Carr um, from our, uh, our GA team, uh, slash from the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Um, and by saying it on air, that makes it a real thing that I have yep. to do. <laughs> and now they have to. And not yeah, just an imaginary down. task <laughs> written down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will do that soon. Yeah. Um, that'll go up on the website when it's up. My to-do list is I'm going to eat one of those donuts that's on yeah. the table. I know, they've been staring at me. I've been staring at this. I need one. This whole time. Best part of my jury duty. Help yourselves. <laughs> Help yourselves. I've never had jury duty. <laughs> never? I hope I, I never have jury duty. I was supposed to have it last year right on my birthday, and then got canceled, and I was so oh. bummed. I like going to court. I think this is, <laughs> this is either the fourth or fifth time that I've gone... And I've been summoned, I think, six times. Wow. Like, they, they hit me up three years like clockwork. My dad's the yeah. same way. Every three years that's since so he was strange. 18. And so he must just look real good on paper. Yeah, they've got me on a <laughs> list, and they're like, that's the guy that we want. That one. They probably see my last name and right? think, oh. And then I show up, and they're like, no. <laughs> Get him off the bench. Is it because you're eating in the middle of all the interviews? Yeah, I had that box of intimate meat donuts. <laughs> a real good jerk. I'm an adult. Put me in charge of your life. Yay! <laughs> Aaron's sending people to jail. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, we are going to go now, and we're going to go eat all of the donuts, but stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be full of new stuff. We love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. It's an amazing smile. Even the suit has teeth. Everything flash and guile. Nothing underneath except a small black heart that no one sees but me. I've been watching, I can see you start to wonder. Could it be that you need me to keep you out, to run you faster? Promise me.